All right, Jabo, say good morning. Let us begin. Sorry, getting started a moment late, just having some problems with the uh, with the camera and computer here, but all right. Chevron Zoom, just making sure you still hear me. Excellent, good. That was the last sound check. All right, so with that, let us let us begin. So yesterday we began Reb Tzaddik's Os Nun Beis. And Reb Tzaddik was talking about the idea that even if a person sees that the generation of which he is a part of is incredibly, incredibly wicked, that a person should never despair on his generation because at the end of the day, well, we'll discuss the dynamic of change, but what Reb Tzaddik really focused on yesterday was the notion that the notion that the the person who takes care or the, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is the Baal HaKaren. He tends to the vineyard. And although the vineyard grows many different kinds of grapes, at the end of the day, the Baal HaKaren knows what each type of grape needs in order for it to be successful, in order for it to flourish, and in order for it to become the best version of itself. So even when it think, looks like things are in such incredible disarray, and things ultimately, again, seem to be fraying at the seams. The Balakarim always knows what he's doing, which in general is just such a beautiful life lesson and such an incredible yisod. The Balakarim always knows what he's doing. So we're picking up now on, pair, on page Kuf Chaf Gimel, on the left-hand column in the Be'uriah Chasidus, the last column on the left. Vihine, hadavar muchach mimash rabosinu zal amru. Ben David, Bedar So also we're going to now get into an interesting discussion regarding Mashiach. And specifically, again, the circumstances under which Mashiach has the ability to arrive. So the Rebbe quotes the Gemara Masech Sanhedrin who says that Mashiach is able to come on a door in a generation that is kulo chayiv, that is, that is totally liable and culpable. He says, umitzad sheni, nothing was turning on, I'm sorry, so I just, I have zoom on the, on just on the laptop. Thank you, Mashi. He says, umitzad sheni, so we'll say, so again, so what, what, what does this mean? So let's analyze this for just a moment. So remember, there is this incredible yusod that the Rebbe is suggesting, well, not the Gemara, that the Gemara is suggesting, it, this goes back to what we learned a few seifim ago, which is the concept of bi'ita achishana, right? There are two ways in which gu'ula occurs. There's the bi'ita in its time, and achishana expedited. What the Rebbe is now further explaining is something else. In the bi'ita, in, the, in its time model of redemption, it's possible that Mashiach comes even if the generation is not righteous, in other words, if there's a certain time by which Mashiach has to come, whether the generation deserves it or doesn't deserve it, deserve it. If at the end of the day, if at the end of the day, the time has come, Mashiach will arrive, even if the door is kula So that's one possibility for Messianic redemption. The other possibility is, The other model of Messianic redemption is, when does Mashiach come? If we do tshuva. If we do tshuva, Mashiach comes. If we don't do tshuva, Mashiach doesn't come. Aval, kvar hivticha, Torah shesof, Yisrael la'asos tshuva besof gulusin. So we'll say, so remember again, what's interesting about this? So what's interesting about this to notice as follows. Obviously, if, if you think about this just a moment, which moment, which, which model is better? Which model is better? What would you say? So it sounds like the model that Mashiach comes no matter what 
is a better model because there's a guarantee in that. Mashiach will come, even if no one deserves it, there's an appointed time, and in Mirza Hashem, Mashiach will come. So that definitely sounds wonderful. On the flip side, as much as messianic redemption will occur, at the end of the day, what does that say about the state of the nation? So Mashiach will come, that's, that's wonderful, but he's going to come when the nation, when Am Yisrael is in such a state of our potential state of decay, or a state of potential decay. So what, is it, what, is, what does that mean for us as a people? So look what the Rebbe says. The second opinion says that if Cloud Yisrael does tshuva, then we're redeemed. And of course, conversely, if we don't do tshuva, we're not redeemed. So what do I do with that? Well, this is an incredible caveat. The caveat is, Aval Torah Shesov Yisrael Lasos Tshuva Besov But there is a promise. And what's the promise? That we will do Tshuva before the, before the Golos is over. He quotes over the Ram Hilchos Tshuva. That ultimately, again, we will do Tshuva. There's a guarantee that Klav Yisrael will do Tshuva ultimately, again, before Mashiach comes. Melech Kosha, Shekzerosav, Kosha Kehaman, Ad Shiyasu B'Tshuva. So we'll say here, the Rebbe's quoting a combination of the Gemara Masech Sanhedrin and the Ramam Hilchos Tshuva, that in Model 2 of Messianic Redemption, where, where Mashiach doesn't come until Klal Yisrael does Tshuva. So on one hand, great, we can control the process. On the other hand, what's the danger? What's the danger? That we never do Tshuva. To which, again, the Rambam reacts to that, and the Rambam says, no, there's nothing to worry about, because at the end of the day, there's a haftacha. There is a promise that Klal Yisrael is going to do tshuva. But how can you promise that Klal Yisrael will do tshuva? To which the Rebbe responds, again, quoting the, quoting the Rambam, in Hilchos Tshuva, to which the Rambam to which the Rebbe responds, Kaddish Baruch will facilitate the tshuva. How will the Rebbe Hashem facilitate the tshuva? by ultimately, again, putting an evil king, unfortunately, in charge of the Jewish people, in which case, again, in which case, again, Klal Yisrael, because of the severity of the decrees of this despotic ruler, will have no choice but to do Jehovah. So I'll say, so let, listen to these models, because they're really quite fascinating, and you're going to see how Rab Tzaddik is going to segue from a general discussion about messianic redemption Ultimately, again, to, to a message about personal growth. Two ways in which salvation occurs. One, it happens. God says it's got to occur by a certain date. You deserve it. You don't deserve it. At the end of the day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm going to bring it about. Second possibility, Mashiach only comes because of tshuva. But if Mashiach only comes because of tshuva, the great part about that statement is it sounds like what? We control the process. The scary part of that statement is... We control the process. And so if, what if I don't do tshuva? What if we never do tshuva? That means Mashiach never comes. Oh, to which the Rambam, the Gemara says, no, no, no. Cloud Yisrael is a haftacha. There is a promise that we will do tshuva. But how can you promise that people will do tshuva? After all, again, hakol bidei shamayim chutz God can't promise that I'm going to do tshuva because God doesn't control if I'm going to do tshuva. Only I control if I'm going to do tshuva. Yes, Cheshbarach does. To a certain degree, the Rebbe Shalom could put the circumstances in place, i.e. a despotic, tyrannical ruler who could make life so difficult but that we have no choice to go ahead and to return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, just like Haman. 
Umuchrach came. So we'll say, what's the takeaway message from this? What's the takeaway message? And with this, we'll have to stop. The Rebbe says, Umuchrach im came, Sha'afilu dar kazeh, Shetchilas, page Kofchav Dalit, Shetchilas chuvasam, Tia bekefia ukneged ritzonam, Yisalu lebasof, and Bose, listen to how beautiful this message is. Rabbi says, what do you learn from here? Bose, think about this for just a moment. We need, according to the model that says that we need tshuva in order to go ahead and come back, bring Mashiach. And now what happens if the generation is not doing tshuva? So what does the Gemara say? What does the Rambam say? HaKadosh Baruch will bring about a despotic, tyrannical ruler, to go ahead and levy such harsh decrees that Kalisa will have no choice but to do tshuva. But say, what does that say about the generation? What is about the generation? That obviously the generation is not on the highest level if they're not doing tshuva on their own. They have to be pushed, they have to be backed into a corner, yet something amazing happens. Even a generation that starts out, obviously in a certain sense, in a certain state of moral decay, where they're not doing tshuva on their own, and then the only reason they do tshuva, ultimately, again, is because they're pressed to do so. Such a nation could become deserving of messianic redemption. Which tells you, says Reb Tzaddik, which tells Reb Tzaddik about the power of change. Sometimes we think that change only works like from good to better, or from good to great. But to go from Russia to Tzaddik... That, that, that's too far. That's too big of a reach. That's not going to work. And says Rab Tzadok, ultimately, end of the day, lebasof How incredible it is that you could have a generation that starts out solo, an entire generation, and by the time the process is over, the generation itself could be fit for messianic redemption. Rab Tzadok teaching us how profound, overwhelming, and sweeping the power of change truly is. I suppose we'll have to stop over here for today. We'll pick up Emirat Hashem with the rest of Nun Beis. We'll plug this then into a personal model as well. Emirat Hashem tomorrow. Thank you.